Podcasters, welcome back to the Gaming Group. Back from this long hiatus, this is Isaiah speaking. And Henry. Yep, so pretty much we're back to the dynamic duo for now. Um, Hobby couldn't join us for this episode, but again, show must go on in that aspect. But um, yeah, sorry for our long hiatus, but uh, this, this we live in a crazy world at the current time. And, you know, me and Henry decided like, hey, you know, let's just hop on the podcast and just start talking because... There has been a lot of stuff that's been happening in the world in general, so things just kind of best we just get on with that. Yeah, sure, definitely agree. I mean, um, you know, with you know schedules getting switched around and you know COVID still a thing, so it's not that we haven't wa- been wanting to do a podcast. It's just more so like we haven't had um, anything that really, you know, I don't want to sit here and talk to you guys about COVID every time, you know, and you know we kind of want to work our way around that and you know work towards something better so you know why there's been big things happening in the nfl and you know with uh the release of madden and i know isaiah definitely wanted to get into some of the madden ratings so i said you know why not let's uh let's jump into a podcast and uh let's see what um what we could whip up for for you guys you know and that's where we're gonna start uh we're gonna start talking about the biggest thing that happened in the nfl which is the mahomes contract which um I mean, money talks, you know, let's, uh, we could start there and, you know, you would think, you know, I mean, at least to my knowledge, I know that baseball is the sport with the highest contracts and stuff. And this contract completely blew out every other sport, you know, I think by a lot too. Um, I think in baseball, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Isaiah, uh, I think it's like at least like 150, almost 200 on top of what the highest played uh, baseball players getting for his contract at least close yeah so I'll backtrack that but I'm pretty sure the highest contract at the moment for MLB I think goes to Mike Trout I'm gonna double check that but I could be wrong but yeah most MLB contracts don't get this kind of number but they do have the same tenures as like other other sports so I mean from a home to sign 10 years I mean it sounds like something you know straight baseball would do so yeah I mean, not not to mention too, Mookie just signed a a contract um, too. I don't know if you saw that. I think he got like three hundred sixty-five for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking. So yeah, it's highest, second highest contract. Well, first first highest contract in baseball is right is Mike Trout, and his is a twelve-year contract for four hundred and twenty-six million. Okay. So yeah, so Mahomes is the highest. But that's off of just base numbers. It's not even counting incentives and endorsements he would get. But, yeah. I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, like, we know what this does for the league, right? I mean, giving a quarterback, and, you know, this isn't just any quarterback. I mean, we're talking about Super Bowl champion. This is going to be his uh, fourth year in the league. And, you know, I mean, the guy deserves it. I think everyone can totally agree this guy is an athlete. You can tell he's an athlete. Um, the money that he's getting, you know, and I'll let Isaiah get into that. I just kind of want to, you know, give my two cents really quick before we break it down. But, I mean, $503 million, let's just put it at that. Let's round it for the next 12 years. That's crazy, man. I mean, this, you know, we're talking about the sport football. You know how popular it gets once the season mm-hmm. starts, you know. And everyone's even excited for preseason. So, it tells you a lot about the sport. And... What Mahomes has done has opened up a lot of holes for a lot of players who have been wanting to see numbers like this, you know? Um, This gives bigger players and rookies a chance to actually get, you know, a $450 million contract for 10 years if they're really willing to stay that long, you know? Because I believe most of these contracts, they don't have opting out options, you know? Like, I don't think... um, you know, they don't really opt out so quick, you know, or, you know, there's a lot of regulations that go into these long-term contracts, but I'll let Isaiah break that down for us so we get a better understanding. So, yeah, with Mahomes, I mean, obviously, I think the biggest part, like, I don't even think people were, like, really crazy about the whole money aspect. Well, yeah, money was the big part because, obviously, it's the highest contract in sports history which it will be broken by someone else again because most likely some another baseball player will probably take over that contract because 
let's just be honest, the NFL is not going to, you know, fork over that much money to a certain player unless you're of Mahomes' level. And yeah, I give Mahomes a little bit of, I give him some slack because obviously, you know, Patriot fan, but I got to respect the dude for what he's done for the game. Now, the 10 year part, that was kind of the whole turning point for me because I was like, damn, like 10 years with this team, like, you know, not even, not even like trying to book like a whole Tom Brady thing with being rageous. Like, he did, you know, close to 20 years with us, but it's like they weren't like, you know, a long term deal. It was like work. It was like a small extension, small extension, and, you know, pay cuts, which that was kind of like people's big thing when they heard about Mahomes' contract was like, oh, dang, like he's going to pretty much ruin the salary cap because he's signing a 10 year deal and getting close to, well, the base number of what everyone's saying is like 503 million. That's just base. It could go upwards of 532 if the endorsements and everything increases, which nine out of ten they will. So we're talking about Mahomes getting close to 550 million, possibly at the end of this whole contract when it's done, which is ridiculous in its own right. But the interesting part about the contract, like despite the money part, was just how much it actually doesn't hurt the Chiefs because the big thing was obviously when quarterbacks or anyone signs a long-term deal it's like well you jeopardize your team like you know how are you gonna pay you know Tyreek Hill you know Travis Kelsey and all that well the good thing about Mahomes contract it doesn't even hurt their salary cap that much because this contract which is the crazy part and this shows how much Mahomes wants to be the greatest of all time this won't kick into like year four and five or like really where this contract starts taking over the team and all that aspect. Um. So you you can go ahead, Rick. Just look at just quick things real quick. Okay. I mean, um, yeah. You know, we, when you see numbers like this, you know, we have to realize like money is what runs these sports. You know what I mean? Like teams and stuff, they have to come in with a budget. You know, the salary cap and everything. They have to be prepared to you know pay their players. Teams like you know my own or you know a lot of teams in general tend to not have the money to keep the bigger players they want and you know the thing is Mahomes isn't a player if the Chiefs were to let go of Mahomes I think everybody would jump at Mahomes I'm pretty sure everybody that needs a quarterback which is a lot of teams like you know or who'd want Mahomes would easily try to put Mahomes but here's the thing you know, you have to be smart about it because, you know, you can't have a team full of stars and bring in Mahomes and expect him not to ask you for a high number, you know? I mean, and, you know, this kind of dates back to, like, how when, you know, they were talking about, oh, like, Tom Brady and all the accomplishments he's had, you know? I'm sure he has a big say in what they do out there in New England, you know? Because of, you know, his history with the team and what he's done. Look how many rings he has, you know? And, to like to move away that's what builds up to the money aspect you know this guy just won a super bowl for the chiefs you know and it was a great one they had a great season we we can't lie about that you know mm-hmm. and overall they proved to show that they were the best and that's exactly what they did and mahomes being his third year in the league um yep. it's impressive you know the in the way he plays his stats say it all you know this guy wasn't throwing 150 100 yard games this guy was throwing 300 you know 300 yard games he had he had his days you know did he struggle at times of course but anyone does you know what i mean and i think mahomes definitely deserves this i think this makes me happy because this shows that the players who are actually proving themselves are actually getting noted if that makes sense like forget you know a whole segment on them more so get these people paid because that's what they deserve you know and Mahomes is an athlete I think we can both agree that he's probably one of the greatest athletes in the game right now I mean his physicality and everything is just it's top notch you know Uh, and I wish him nothing but the best I mean listen he's gonna be with the Chiefs for the next what 12 years so he's got a long run with them which is true, yeah. Which again, like as I was saying, like it's good for like the market, but at the same time, it kind of hurts the market because that's kind of can jump into like the next part of like where this conversation was going was um the franchise tags. I mean, that was like another big thing with contracts. Like a lot of teams a lot of players that we would think, 
oh, a good contract extension. Didn't really get the extensions they probably would want because obviously when you compare yourself to Mahomes' extension, it's kind of bottom feeder, you know, fodder at that point. It's like, dang, like I didn't really get much. And I think prime example of that was Dak Prescott. Um, for Mahomes, it's good because, again, he has the, that's what I'm saying, he has the accomplishments to kind of show it. But I also think like, and I don't wish that happens to any of the players, but it's like, and I think I'm speaking the same way. It's like, that's going to affect the market because now we're going to look at Mahomes and be like, look what he did in like the next two years, in the past two years he was in MVP first season, then Super Bowl MVP second season and winning a Super Bowl on top of it. And you're three years of basically being a starter and you're only in four years in the league. It's like, dang, I mean, of course, we're going to throw a truckload of money at you. Like, why would we not? But it also comes down to just like, you're going to put the expectations on that. And that's why, like, a lot of people say, well, Dak Prescott wants his contract. But it's like, no offense to Dak, he doesn't have the accomplishments to pretty much ask for something even remotely close. Which, obviously, no one's going to get remotely close to Mahomes' numbers. You're not going to sign 10 years with a team. I mean, the Chiefs are ready because they know they have a franchise built in this kid. So, I mean, would I still put 10 years on the dude? I probably would put five max. I mean, but obviously, you know, you got to, the market would change. You have to influx it and, you know, give more. But it it, 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 it varies. Mahomes benefited people, but at the same time, he kind of hurt people at the same time for what he did. Well, yeah, but I, I think, you know, and this goes back to like, you know, we don't know what the future brings. Like, you know, there's stars right now in college who, who look at this and they this motivates them you know what i mean because i mean mahomes only has like again three years in the league he already won a super bowl he already been named mvp he had a 50 yard touchdown um 50 yards he had a 50 touchdown season i mean this guy has dominated since he's started at that quarterback position we can't lie about that right and you know, the thing is, I think, like, this gives opportunities, you know, because remember, money talks, you know, and, and we both know that. And at the end of the day, it's just like, this is, you know, this, like you said, it opens up for more players, but it also hurts a lot of people, you know, because people will be like, oh, you know, some people could be like, oh, you're not at the Mahomes level, so why am I going to give you 250 mil, you know? But it's, it's not even about comparing, it's just more so like, this guy has done this guy definitely deserves a contract hands down anyone that says that he doesn't deserve a contract like this you know they'd have to bring up some very good points but at the end of the day you know it is 12 years that's a lot you know what i mean that's a lot and that kind of brings me back to how the raiders put 10 years on gruden was it like 100 mil right 10 years and i know we're comparing a coach to a player but i mean you know when you put 10 years on a coach i mean the guy's been the guy's how old you know another 10 years for him and what he's done in the first couple i, I don't know but th this dates back because you know as numbers increase like you said someone in baseball would probably take over this contract you know what i mean or you know you never know if it could happen in the nfl somebody could reach right up to where he's at it'd take a lot but people are gonna start to get paid and then people are, are gonna probably end up losing out too you know but um overall i mean this contract thing was definitely like crazy to me because you know at first the report was i think like 450 mil mm -hmm. um and then a report came out an hour later it was like oh no it could be anywhere from 503 plus and i think you said it goes up to what 545 you said it will go to 532 with the incentives but that's only like base rounding they said it could go close to 550 okay and look at that now, Mahomes is set for the rest of his life. Let's let's just start there, you know. But he worked his way to get there, you know what I mean? And that's why I think this this contract thing was crazy. And I just had to, you know, tell Isaiah, like, listen, we got to speak about this because it really was something else, you know. Mm -hmm. But, um, oh, no, overall, Mahomes definitely opened up, a, opened up a hole for the NFL, you know, when it comes to money. Um... You know, he's going to be averaging $45 million per year, which is crazy, starting in 2022, like you said. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a breakdown here, which I won't really get into. But just look at it, look at, it. I mean, by year 2025, 20, he's going to be making over 55 pretty much for the next four years or so, which is crazy, you know. 
yeah. it actually breaks it down you know his base salary how much total cash his roster bonus you know and then there's also things if he makes it to mvp again if they go and win the super bowl you know there's little things like that that adds up you know do i think mahomes could have another mvp season i think so yeah i mean but there is competitors don't get me wrong like a lot of people who have been talked about you know i think lamar jackson could be another one um we're talking about comparison, not talking about like contract wise. I think Deshaun Watson definitely is up there too. Knowing like, you know, you never know what could happen, you know, because he could throw a 50, you know, 50 touchdowns in a season. You never know what could happen. So in reality, like I said, this is good and it's bad, but you know, I think we're both happy and I think we both can say that he deserves his contract a lot. Yeah. You know, props to him and the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. You know? Yeah. Um, so moving on from Mahomes, uh, next to the news that kind of popped up. I mean, it kind of popped up and it was kind of expected because honestly, I think most of us probably thought he was already out of the league. But Antonio Brown announces his retirement and posted on Twitter that he's completely, you know, done with it. Like he, he's tried it. He pretty much like signs off and says like, look, I, you know, it is what it is. And he's walking away from the game. Um as as I was kind of like as I kind of how I brought it in, I'm just uh, I, I think we all kind of knew he wasn't gonna get back in the NFL. Um, it was just wait, especially with now, it's it's really rough for him to try to get back with COVID and everything. But at the same time, it's like he already dug himself a hole so bad that it pretty much jeopardized his whole chance of getting back in the league. I mean, there's been worse. I mean, look, no offense to Josh Gordon, love love and respect to that dude, but he gets chances up and down, and he's still in the league to this day and I mean is it worse than what Antonio Brown did no but you know people get chances but AB pretty much shot his chances twice in the span of a year so I mean not to and not to put on the sour note I mean we're gonna look at AB as well I will because he's personally one of my favorite receivers of all time behind Randy Moss I just view him as one of the best Pittsburgh receivers possibly of all time and just in general I mean It'll be overshadowed by Michael Thomas in a couple seasons, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, no, AB did what he could, you know, for the league, you know, made the league enjoyable to watch. And I mean, best of luck to him when he, you know, finds something new. If he comes back to football, he might come back, but for what it looks like right now, it just looks like, you know, he's kind of done. So, I mean, I mean, uh, what did you think about AB, you know, walking away from the game? I mean, I think. When AB was going through it with Pittsburgh and they had let him go and stuff, and then, well, everything that was just going on with AB from the start, we already knew it was going to be toxic, you know, being the person that he was at the time. And I think what sucks, and, you know, this is, I think, a lot of people, is that he noticed too late. Like, he tried to fix himself way, way too late. He had his baby mama drama, he had all this, and there was a thing about where he punched somebody, and, like, that little stuff is just stupid to add up. You know, the guy has talent. You know what I mean? He's he's a great wideout. I mean, top three, if anything. You know, if he was in the league. Um, and it's just like, it's a talent gun to waste. Because the guy's he could still play, you know? And like I said, it's like, when he got that chance in New England, and everything, you know, when I, I mean, I even told Isaiah this, him being the New England fan, I was like, it's over. Like, that's it. Like, Super Bowl run. Here it goes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is all the Patriots needed, and it's going to be a blast for them. They're about to have fun. He played one week, and I don't remember how good he did. I think he had, like, a, what, like, two, four receptions, right? It was four receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown. And, I mean, to that credit, like, when Henry did bring that up, yeah, he did. I just also said, like, I remember telling most of the Patriots fans, I was like, he's not staying. Because we, we were saying, it was, it was he's toxic. There's no way he was going to stay in New England. If he did, yeah. I mean, kudos to the dude, but clearly <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> no, and then look, look at that. And then next week, released. So it's like, and, you know, this was going into the talks, I think the allegations with his whole baby mama and stuff, and then about him punching somebody. So, you know, the Patriots, obviously, being the team that they are, they wouldn't want to mess with something like that, you know being because of their history and stuff but this goes in you know i wish uh, i mean you know i'm not a pittsburgh fan but i have respect for ab and the player that he is i think if he would have noticed a little earlier and he would have tried to fix himself would he would he have still been on the on pittsburgh probably but he could have played for any other team because who wouldn't jump at a player like that you know what i mean 
I think the other team that had potential of signing him was the Saints, right? If I remember uh, correctly. Um, it was the teams that were wanting to sign AB were the Seahawks. Um, not the Saints. It was, I think it was just Seahawks and there's one other team. But it wasn't like, it wasn't many. I knew it was like the rumor of him going to Baltimore because he was done with Lamar Jackson. But everyone knew that wasn't not going to happen because that would be a terrible combination. But Right. But here's the thing, like, going back to, you know, imagine if he would have gone to Seattle. Look who his QB was. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's going to lead us into our next conversation about Russell Wilson and, you know, how um, how he's rated in Madden, which I think is a little crazy. But, I mean, hey, at, at the end of the day, like I said, the AB situation sucks because I actually liked him as a receiver. And, you know, he messed up his hand. And here he goes to retire. You know what I mean? At, I mean, how, how old is he? He is 32. You know what I mean? Probably didn't have much left. But, I mean, the guy still had time to play football for sure. But uh, definitely upsetting. But if he thinks this is the best route, or like you said, you never know. He could come out of retirement. Somebody could sign him. You know, once things get fixed up. But right now, with COVID and everything... I highly, I don't see him playing the season, even if the season starts, because we're still unaware of what, you know. I think it is, because, you know, at the end of the day, people need to make their money. Uh, with fans, I don't see it happening. I don't think so, at least. And I know they were talking about if fans were to watch the games, that they would have to wear masks, which is obvious. But, I mean, football, you're standing right there next to each other. Every Every stadium, you're standing right next to each other. So for that to happen, I don't know. But uh, definitely upsetting to hear that from AB. But hopefully, you know, he could figure something out. Hopefully, we could see him play another year. So it would be nice. I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of people would like that, especially the true Pittsburgh fans. Or, well, the true Pittsburgh fans probably hate him. But you know, <laughs> yeah, like any of the actual like AB fans that you know. AB right, fans, let's go there. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the best way to say it. Yeah, I mean, it's like 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 I said, like I would like to see him, but I mean, as I said, like I respect AB as a player. He he's my favorite player to watch. But as a person, no, he, he's an ass. <laughs> we need to just consider that. Like, he, what he did, leaving Pittsburgh was not good. How he left Oakland was not good. And how he handled New England was not good. But again... I forgot he played for... Oh, see, there you go, the Raiders. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, he was on the Raiders. He didn't even play a game because he had the whole helmet and foot injury thing. It's like, well, that happened. Just, it was basically his coy to get out of Oakland. So, he didn't even play a game. So, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> well... Now, speaking about, you know, now since we're kind of in depth with the whole NFL stuff, Isaiah was very keen on talking about the Madden um, 21 rating. And, you know, I don't play Madden enough, but I could definitely tell you that there's there is some things wrong with these ratings. Um, and, you know, this this happens every year. I think EA kind of does this in every game. You know, I think we can both agree on that. You know, th this is just what they do. I don't know how they get their stats. I always wanted to figure it out, and I feel like what they give us isn't really there. But I'll definitely let you start your gist on this, so I'll, and I'll just add on from there. So tell me, Isaiah, what is the rating that is bothering you the most right now? Yeah, yeah. so what was going on with EA? Um, as ESPN was doing it, I think they kind of started, like, two, three weeks ago. They were kind of leaking, just showing off, like, the ratings because EA was not showing them themselves. So they said, we got to put them on a mainstream platform. So ESPN would, you know, showing the ratings off. And, you know, the first one they showed it was like, hey, guys, like Tom Brady's a 90 overall. And everyone was like, whoa, that's kind of like, you know, suspectly weird for Tom Brady because it's going to be like the first time he's like in the 90s. I mean, he's always been in the 90s, but like 90 bare minimum is like the first time. So it wasn't like a big concern to me because I think Henry can agree like Tom Brady's kind of, you know, he's aged and he's not the same. I mean, I think 90 is pretty generous for that rating, especially. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about Tom Brady. I mean, like, is the guy old? Yeah. But, you know, it's like he's Tom Brady, you know, like you kind of expect him to be there in a sense, you know, which is so that's why. Yeah, true. <laughs> You know, I feel like it's not so more his stats anymore. I think we could be honest there, but it, it, it is Tom Brady. You know what I mean, it's like you can't put Tom Brady at a 60, 60 overall. People would look at you and be like, what's wrong with you? The guy has 900,000 Super Bowls. That's what they would say. You know what I mean? Be like, what's mm -hmm. wrong with you? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was like the first one, and then like I think like they like, they did like the next day they were like, oh, like you know Carson Winston just then picked Dak Prescott, which which all about the Dak contract situation. That kind of put like that kind of like tweaked me a little bit. I was like, whoa, Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz are the same overall, eighty six overall between the both of them, um, respectively. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, no offense to the Dak and Eagle fans and all that. I think 86 is a little high for both of them, um, just off the rip because I, I get it. They came from the same draft class, and wow, we got to make them all similar. And well, actually, not same criteria for 84s because the person who's 86 is the one that I really have the big problem with. But okay, they're 84s. But okay, even still, I get it. Same draft class, but is Dak like an 84 overall? I, okay, people who play Madden, I think will understand. 84 is like the bare minimum of like you're a you're an elite player in the game, and I get it. I know Dak's in the conversation like he's not elite or is he elite? He's just an all pro and all that. But to have him and Carson tied when the Eagles made it further than the Cowboys last season, I, I think that's just kind of unfair to Carson. Again, did Carson have? A better season that's debatable because you could say Dak did but as Henry was saying like we don't know how EA gets their ratings and I think you winning games should factor your overall a little bit more too just because mm-hmm. you made it further I mean the Eagles made it further than the Cowboys they bounced they further but they beat the Cowboys to get their slot in the playoffs to make the Cowboys lose their slot so I just think wow like being the same as Dak's a little little much but to go like into the actual ratings book, I think we should just kind of start with the obvious, you know, the 99 club, because EA's been now doing this for the max three years now. They've been doing the whole 99 club, you know, who walks in the club, you get a big like celebration, you get a giant plaque in your name and all this other nonsense. I think it's kind of cool and fun, but it's kind of like, if you're if you're in a 99 club, like almost every year, it's kind of boring. Cause I can imagine you're just stacking plaques, but <laughs> um, there's only been so far 599 overalls in this game announced. Um, I think the obvious one we all know is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's obvious he, he deserves it. He was 99 overall midway through Madden 20, and he never left the overall. So that's kind of cool to see that that he's you know so 99 club well deserved. Um, Aaron Donald is also in a 99 club. Um, Aaron Donald, what can we say? I mean, one of the probably, if not the best defensive linemen in the league, um, hands down. I mean, man gets double teamed almost every single snap and still racks out sack numbers as high as his are. I mean, well-deserved. Next was Stephon Gilmore. Um, Not even being biased for a Patriot fan, but he was a lockdown corner. I mean, we we can both agree. He was the best corner in the league. Oh, no, what, absolutely. What the guy can does you, this thing every year. Yeah, like, what, what can you say? I mean, well-deserved on that. And actually, this is his first 9 overall because he was actually at 97, but towards the end of Madden 20. So, well-deserved to be back into the 99 club. Now, we get to the two controversy ones. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, they did get some controversy, but I guess people kind of follow down to like it's well-deserved. Um, well, I guess we'll just start with the main controversy one first. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he was a 99 overall toward midway through all of last season in Man 20. And obviously, it was well-deserved in a way. But I also think it's way too high just because, again, if we're talking about wins and losses factoring into your rating, which that just shows it didn't because the Panthers were god-awful last season. And- right. And, and not to cut you off, but... I, I, I agree kind of what you say, but you have to think about it. The real breakout star of the Panthers, like, even, like you say, they were losing games. Well, look at the stats that the kid was putting. You know what I mean? Like, the kid is the only thing that's the workhorse of that team. Which is true. You know, and I feel like that's kind of where it got factored into. You know, like, this is one of those, like, kind of like how we could call it controversial and be like, oh, like, you know, but this team went 1-12 and and this guy has a 99 overall. Like, how is that possible? You know, that'd be crazy, but it's like if he's the workhorse of the team and you literally compare him to forget just his position, like the wideouts and stuff, the Titans, and you and he has 400, 600 yards over everyone else, that kind of says something to you, you know what I mean? So 
I mean, the, the kid's a great running back since he entered the league. And, you know, he has he has a special talent. I think he deserves a 99 overall um, because of the fact that his skill set to that team is way too high, if that makes sense. No, totally get it. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie, like, he doesn't, like, completely deserve it. Again, he had a he had over a thousand rushing yards and receiving yards as a running back, which is a feat that not many backs can say they do. But it's also kind of like when you just compare it, like, oh well, Derrick Henry led the league in rushing, but he's lower than McCaffrey. He's not even like really close. We'll get to the whole running back breakdown of like the overalls. But again, does McCaffrey deserve it? In a way, yes. Um, I mean. I'm not going to act like his numbers weren't inflated because, let's be honest, I think EA kind of looks at fantasy football, too. And let's be honest, Christian McCaffrey was pretty much the one number one walking out of fantasy football. If you didn't have Mahomes, obviously. But, you know, like running back-wise, if you had McCaffrey starting, you were clocking in, you know, 30 points a game. And you were pretty much, you know, set the running back if you're one of yours just, you know, kind of crapped out. Um... The next, the, and the last 99 overall that was announced last week was Michael Thomas. Um, to to some, to some, I think it's deserved. Others, I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about Michael Thomas being a 99 when I just look at like every. There's so many good receivers in the league, and Henry talked about it before. There's there's multiple good receivers in the league, but. To, to differentiate one of the over the other, it's very hard to do that. Especially, it's like when you look at the three run the three wide receivers who are pretty much at the top three right now. It's hard to say you're a 99, you're 98, and you're 97. That so, you know that's what I was gonna say because if you look like looking at the wide receiver ratings, it's literally 99, 98, 97, 96, 94, 93, 92, 92, 91, 91. Okay. And going into this, like, when I first saw this, I mean, Michael Thomas, okay, we know he deserves it, right? Let's start there. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, I mean, D-Hop, like, I'm a big D-Hop fan, and I know he left the Texans and everything, but that, I don't hate him. I get it. it. Like, you realize at the end of the day, this is this is their job. This is what they have to do. They have to go through these things because it's to benefit them. And D-Hop sitting at 98, it bothers me, of course, you know, but I see why they could give Thomas 99, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, teams positioning and stuff, and not going to lie, the Texans didn't have such a bad season last year, Mm -hmm. or last season, you know what I mean? There was a couple blows with, you know, the whole whole Kansas City game, which I don't even want to get into, but, you know, besides that, I mean... D-Hop has always been there. And then, like you said, I mean, Julio is number three at 97. And we we NFL fans, forget Madden. Let's throw Madden away. We NFL fans know who Julio Jones is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you got to know who Julio is. This, this is the toe-tap king. Like, this guy has made a name for himself, just him, like, alone. Even with the QB that he has, you know, and Matt Ryan. And I'm not saying Matt Ryan's bad, but this guy has made Matt Ryan look good. Let's, you know. But um, the way I look at it, it's like this 99 club thing, you know, when it comes to the, I feel like the hardest position to fill is the wide receiver position. You know what I mean? And it's just, there's so much great talent on the field that it's hard to even, like, how do you differ, differentiate one, like, off by one? I understand by, like, five or ten. But by one, it's like people will look at you and be like, how? What is that one stat that this guy has that's higher than this guy? You know what I mean? And it's probably going to be multiple stats. You know, it'll be like off by one. This guy is higher one, higher mm-hmm. two. You know, and to have 99, I mean, I don't know if they have the complete breakdown out yet. Not but it's yet. crazy. You know, it's crazy. Well, okay, so then we'll have to wait for the game to actually come out. Yeah. But, um, you know, the true fans will probably agree with this. Some may be like, what? How is, you know, like, I'm just reading, oh, I was reading, uh, like, how's Mike Evans 92? You know what I mean? Or, you know, Stefan Diggs is 92. O- OBJ is 91. You know? And I'm yeah. a little surprised because there's one person I don't see on here. Or someone that's missing on this list. So, yeah, at least in the top 10. Yeah, so to continue on to that point, it's like, as Henry's like, it's basically like when the whole one stat thing. I think from like previous Maddens, we kind of knew 
who was what. Like, everyone was different. Like, hey, let's just kind of bring that. Like, when we had AB, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, and Michael Thomas. Like, we knew, like, there was all, they had something different. Like, we all knew that. So, it was kind of easy to kind of say, no, he's 99, but at the same time, you can argue. When you look at, like, we'll just start with the wide receiver anyway first. Like, we'll just talk about them now. Um, to see this one, no offense to D-Hop and Julio. I think those two are just different on their own because they both have something that the other one doesn't have. But when you start putting the three of those people together now, it's very hard to say which one is not 99. Now, obviously, again, we don't know the ratings of how they do this, so... We can look, again, we can look at it like the Falcons didn't have the greatest season, but they kicked up towards the end, and that's kind of probably why Julio's ratings inflated, because let's be honest, the only reason you're watching Falcons games is because of Julio Jones, as Henry was saying. <laughs> so, there's that. But when you look at, you know, Texans games, you know, you're watching for, you, the Texans had a lot to watch. We had J.J. Watt, you had Watson, you had D-Hop. But let's be honest, like, I might be a little biased because I like D-Hop, and also he has a stat line where he has not dropped a single pass since for the past three seasons i think that's just insane to think that any ball has been thrown his way he has not dropped if it's even if it's out of bounds or anything so personally i might just be biased i think that should just give you a, a higher stat than michael thomas but then again it it is what it is so there's that um yeah. <laughs> i feel like they look like i definitely agree with you don't get me wrong um but i think they like you know going into like how they break it down i don't know if we'll ever get that real breakdown on madden because you know if you see you know we could pull up tweets here of everybody and people be like how the hell this guy is faster than me how the hell does this guy have this this and that and you know i've seen a lot of videos based on players you know that i follow or just people retweet stuff but it's just like at this point it's like ratings are a joke in my opinion because it's like you expect the top players to have a high rating but you'll never understand why like you'll never understand um Messi and Ronaldo you know when it comes to to FIFA and I know we're talking about Madden but it's like you'll never know if Messi's gonna be higher this season or Ronaldo's gonna be higher this season right and you know it'll depend on their season of course like what trophies they win and whatnot and in soccer you know I mean the NFL you just have you know the Super Bowl while in soccer you have like three or four different trophies that the teams can actually win and that all plays a role but to me it's more so like you know what is really going on with these stats you know because players clearly aren't convinced and players are never going to be you know there's some players who are probably humble and they're like okay like i'll take the 90 speed or you know i'll take the you know like 95 catch awareness or whatever but some people will want to abuse it you know because everybody wants to be 99 i'm sure you know i mean if you can give the chance to every player to be 99 we'd have 99 cards forever but, yeah, um, I think this just—I know there's some bias. I'm not gonna lie, there has to be, because I just feel like that's just the way it works. I don't know if I'm wrong for saying that. No, you might disagree. You're not, because in all matters, let's be honest, there are favoritism, and like we can also kind of just look at it from let's let's just go through the list of just the players. I mean, to continue the list, like we already said, the top three, but Tyreek Hill is ninety is number four. He's the highest. He's ninety six. Uh, then Deon, then Devontae Adams is number is number six. If I'm reading that right, five. Wait, one, two, three, four, six. So yeah, he's 94. Then you have Amari Cooper right below him. Then Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, Keen Allen, and Odell Beckham. And this is where we can uh, we can talk about there's a bias. I mean, let's be honest here. I love Keen Allen and Odell Beckham, but they didn't have the greatest season last year and. We just, it's just the name at that point now why we're just giving him 90s because Odell Beckham had a pretty he had a bare minimum a thousand yard receiving season and I mean he's playing for the Browns like no offense but it, it's not it wasn't his fault it's just he's in a bad system but it's like if we look at it from that point of view it's like he's not a 90 he barely made a thousand receiving yards and same thing with Keenan Allen. I mean, Keenan Allen kind of saved the Chargers for a little bit, but at the end of the day, it was the Chargers. I mean, they had their if they had their problems, you know, they're running back and your quarterback, and you know, they didn't really have to use their wideouts too often. So, I mean, those ratings are kind of suspect. Stephon Diggs also being 92, little wonky, but and Mike Evans kind of just being wonky because I believe Chris Godwin had a better season than him anyway. But again. 
the name has to speak to the players. So Chris Godwin is not a top tier name as of right now. I mean, now he is because look what the, look what he has. But currently, before you weren't talking about Chris Godwin like he was like this best receiver. Right, and and that's why it's like, listen, when the NFL starts, everybody has their picks. Like you know, like for example, with the season coming up, I think the biggest names we could mention are like, uh, let's start with Chiefs players. You know, a lot of them right there practically most of their team because most of their team was there like for Mahomes is the QB of the team but we can agree I think in every position they had a dominant player mm-hmm. somewhat you know and then we can go to like the easiest ones and you know the trades that happened you know Tom Brady's being looked at uh D-Hop because he got traded and you know it, the list goes on and on and it's just at to me at this point it's basically you know it, it that's why I say it's a bias because it's like okay um, Mahomes obviously 99, you know, because he won the Super Bowl, you know, and all right, throw Mahomes out. Then we go down the QB list, you know, and we have Russell Wilson, we have Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Sean Watson, Dak, and Carson. And if we throw the ratings away, right, we'll just throw the numbers out and we'll throw Mahomes out since, you know, we already know he's 99. But if we look at that list, I'm sure a lot of people would like to argue and be like, Oh, how is, um, you know, like, you, you know, they throw something in and be like, how is Aaron Rodgers not over Tom Brady? You know, and, you know, there's little things like that. You know, it's just an example. But mm-hmm. it is more so like that's literally what it comes down to. And then if we go to like the running back list, you know, and we'll, again, we'll throw out the 99. And right after McCaffrey, who's 99, it literally drops to 93. That's a big gap between running, like, but between players in my opinion for that position usually when i see cards i think the lowest i'll see is it'll go down like two but for it to go down that like that's kind of low in my opinion i don't know if i'm wrong there but you know that's six down from the highest you know and then we have derrick henry nick chubb zeke saquon cook jones mixon jacobs and camara it's crazy, which is, I think Kamara would be. I thought Kamara would have been higher, but not the greatest season. He kind of back up with it, but ever since he had like the primary back position. But yeah, to to go off of Henry's point, like this Madden, and this is why I wanted to talk about Madden. I think for this year, now you like obviously I'm going to get to the reason why these overalls are annoying to me, but the ones that stand out. But this is like the first Madden where like the ratings are so. Like, the gap is ridiculously large, like as Henry was saying. It, it is like, wait a minute. Like, this is a little much. Like, as he was saying, like, look at, when we look at the running back one, six points down. We remove Mahomes from the list. The second highest quarterback is 97. Below that is 94, which, to some people, is your cover athlete. Let's remember that, people. Your cover athlete, which... No offense to Baltimore fans, I feel your pain. I've seen why you guys are raging all over the place because it's well-deserved. Your cover athlete of the game is 94, but the Super Bowl MVP, Mahomes, is 99. And Lamar Jackson is barely a top three quarterback in this game when he's your cover athlete. This, that 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 kind of just like is like, what, why? Like, he was the MVP. I mean, you got to give him something for that. And yeah, I mean, EA should. It should like at, at least be 95. I think if you're cover athlete, and that's just, this is just me, again, people can disagree, but as much as 2K gets flack for what they do, for what their overalls do, minimum every time as a cover athlete, they put these at at least 95. They don't go any lower because they think if you're the cover athlete, you've done something to earn that spot. Obviously, NBA is a little bit different because you can make opinions for everybody, but for Madden, it's kind of easy because it kind of goes off of the MVPs in a way. That's kind of the trend they've been doing recently for the past three covers, I believe. So you kind of know what they're doing. But for your cover athlete to deviate that bad, that's not that's not good. In my opinion, that's just not good. No, and see, that that's where, like, people start to get, you know, people are still going to buy the game. Don't get me wrong. You mm-hmm. know, like, obviously, this is that doesn't stop people, but... You know, this is basically where you listen out to the community because people are going to start hating. I'm, I'm sure Madden has gotten tweets and, you know, the truth, like, the first group of people that Madden's going to listen to before they listen to their overall fans are their pros. 
And what I mean by pros, I don't mean the players. I mean the actual pro players who play the game. Because these are the guys that actually study and work with Madden, right? And, you know, they, they, you know, they spend a lot of money and, you know, there's contracts with them. And, you know, like EA helps them out. They help out EA by bringing the community and, you know, keeping the community alive. And that's cool and all, but it's just like the ratings get ridiculous. And remember, this is only in Madden, you know, and I only really know like Madden and FIFA. I could imagine what it is in other sports, you know what I mean? And how in, you know, if we were to get in depth about stats once they get released, um, like how bad it actually is when it comes to, you know, how they actually rate these guys or who's the highest in this and who's the highest in that. Like this is overall. Now imagine, and I kind of brought this up to Isaiah, I brought up how um, uh, Russell Wilson has a higher deep pass than AR. Now, I think, and I know that's crazy because that's one stat to call out, and I really don't know what the difference is, but I know he has the highest. I think everybody knows that AR is pretty much the king of Hail Marys, in my opinion. Like, if I'm going with a guy who I know I want to throw like a 50 60 yard pass like that's just whatever I'm going AR immediately um why and wide receiver I mean I'm pretty you could pretty much pick any one of the top 10 receivers on this list I'm pretty sure they could catch a ball off AR and you know it's stats like that that just bring you to like what how how does this guy have this you know and I think we're going to be seeing this for a while until they actually, I don't know if they're ever going to get the ratings right in these games, you know, not just, just shifting away from Madden, but for them to get it right, I don't know. You know, I don't know if you can agree with me on that, but yeah. it's just more so like at the end of the day, like I say, it's all a favoritism thing, you know, mm-hmm. they, they obviously have to give the players who are MVP and who are winning Super Bowls the higher ratings, but it's just like, you know, where does it end you know when when does that little trend end mm-hmm. you know but uh, it just goes like that you know and then i'm looking at the top 10 overall players besides all the 99 um the 99 club obviously because you know after that comes uh bobby wagner at 98 d hop at 98 kittle at 98 jj watt at 98 and zach martin at 98 Mm-hmm. And which is well deserved by those because obviously we we've seen how those guys have performed for years. Oh yeah, like forget the '99 club. Like those other five other players mentioned. I mean, we can all say that they deserve it. You know, forget favoritism right now. You know, even though I'm glad that JJ and D Hop is on there. You know, but props to these guys because they've been doing it in the league forever. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. and some people may be like, oh, JJ's you know injury prone or this guy is this and you know it's like. You have to forget all that when it comes to these things because these people actually deserve these ratings, you know, and that kind of leads into the favoritism. Like, people are going to realize, like, you can't give J.J. Watt a 90 overall. People will look at you like you have three heads. And they'll be like, what? How is J.J. a 90? And then you're going to bring some other guy and be like, he's 93. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you have to realize these guys have earned their way into the game. Not only earned their way into the game, but made a name for themselves, you know, ever since they when their draft year was. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, with these Madden ratings, you know, to kind of, you know, close up that topic, it's just, it's surprising. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to get worse or if it's going to get better. That's going to come with the years of the game, you know, to see like, oh, what's next for the next Madden, you know. And we have a, a whole year to wait for that because, you know, with players entering the league and stuff. And But um, we'll definitely see, you know. We have to wait now because of this whole COVID thing, you know, kind of stops everything. You know, I feel like maybe that, you know, people could say that had an effect on it. I don't know if, what do you think about that? Um, so, to kind of, as Henry's saying, to kind of close out the whole thing, like that, at that, this is where I didn't want to do the whole rant of this game, but like, I'm going to just name the five players that, whose ratings are completely jacked up in this game and chills that as an answer handy question like will it get any worse and better it's gonna get worse because i'm just gonna start off with the main controversy because i think that's like the one that just is not gonna get overlooked so people probably already know about it but when you look at the whole tight end situation 
we obviously knew George Kittle or Travis Kelsey. Who's better? We don't know because literally you can say one of the others better. I wouldn't disagree with you or Henry probably wouldn't either because you can literally defend. I both say of them. Travis, but yeah, I mean, me. yeah, like you can go either or and you wouldn't be like looked at crazy like, oh, well, oh, you know, there's plenty of arguments. You could definitely argue yeah. Kittle over, over Kelsey any day, but I simply would say Kelsey over Kittle because of the way this guy, this man runs routes. Like, I feel like. If I had to compare the two, I feel like Kittle's the guy who runs over people, but Kelsey's the guy that just stops you in your tracks, like when it comes to route running. And remember, we're talking about a tight end. This guy's this guy isn't a wide receiver. He, he's built for the tight end position, running wide receiver routes. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I, that to me speaks a lot, and he shows it. You know what I mean? It's not like he runs one or two routes and they're like, oh my god, he looks like a wide out. No, he does it all the time. And I mean, this guy averages like 100 yard. I think last year, how many 100 yard games did he have? Like four or five, six, right? Something like that. Some, something like that. And then Kittle was clearly right behind him with it because Kittle did have that breakout season. Which... Exactly. And that's why like that, those two right there could go, you could literally have an argument between a San Fran fan and a Chiefs fan, you know? Literally that could go on forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the big controversy that came was who was announced as the third highest tight end in the game. And uh, forget my Patriot love for the dude. I think it's just straight bullshit. <laughs> I think it is. Um, it, it's Rob Gronkowski. And this pissed off a lot of people when it was announced because, as everyone knows, Rob Gronkowski was retired for an entire year. And as, as other people know, his little... You know, after what he did after, he went to the WWE for a little bit, joked around with that, hosted WrestleMania, had a fun little time with that and all that, to announce coming back to play for the Buccaneers, and then now you're the third highest overall tight end in the game, and again, with the whole gap thing, next is Zach Ertz, who I still say is the third best tight end in the league, but he's a 90 overall this year. Obviously, injury prone was not his. It was an injury bug for him this season. But Gronk being a 95, just it, it just showed real quick the favoritism. It's like you can't get away from Gronk not being this high. Because no matter what, I'm pretty sure that where he hasn't been over 95. Because ever since he was a cover athlete, he was always like that. And it's ridiculous to me because I'm like, Dude, he hasn't played a whole year. We can't give him a 95 when all the people who after you're playing the game have been literally doing that. So looking at the list, Zachers 90, Austin Hooper 89, Evan Ingram 88, and you know, list goes on and on. But Gronk being 95 is just like, why would you want, why would he even remotely do that? I mean, be fair to the rating. I mean, look, if you're going to be harsh on Tom Brady and make him a 90, then make Gronk a 90 as well. I mean, or make him an 85. He has to earn his overall. Now, again, to kind of counter that point, this is just launch. These are launch ratings. So we're not going to, they will change. They, Gronk could go down to a 70 for all we freaking know. Yeah, but and, to and, launch your game at 95, I just thought, okay, that's a little much. Like, you haven't played a whole year of football. And I think that's a little ridiculous to just be ranked over someone who's been doing it for a couple of years while you've been, you know, gone. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, and if we look at this tight end list, I mean, we have some, we have fantastic tight ends, you know, like to mention the rest of the list, we have Austin Hooper, we have uh, Evan Engram, we have Jared Cook, we have Greg Olson, we have Mark Andrews, and we have Darren Waller. And, you know, like I said, like these, like Isaiah said, these are launch ratings. And, you know, people will be like, oh, why are you guys so like, like, you know, keen on the launch ratings? Like, they could change but it's just it's not even that it's just ridiculous it's like okay this guy hasn't played you know and this would be ridiculous like let's say someone hasn't played two years of football and they're still within the age and they were once you know like good at their position you can't bring them back and be like okay he's 99 people are gonna look at you and be like what how the guy hasn't touched the ball in two years you know then that's pro- they look like that's for example like put you know? a put a b on that let's say if a b just rolled back like i said like what if he came out of retirement oh they probably would, make a b would, would, would he be like a he he be right under julio jones is gonna be like well logically yes practically no because he hasn't touched the ball in two years and it's just but obviously 
it comes back to the point of favoritism. You're gonna, if AB announces, I'm coming back in the league, you know he is gonna be like, well, we're gonna, you know, influx that rating and, you know, do that right. But it it, 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 it gets, a, again, as I'm saying, like, we shouldn't be getting upset about launch ratings, but it's just how you deliver the product. It's like, you can't have bake these ratings and then throw someone on the bus and be like, well, you didn't look like this good in our books, but what is your books? Because, again, the other person I was going to get pissed about was uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, 86 overall, like, not even, like, to cater to Henry, like, as a technician, it's like, 86? Again, we can, if we erase the whole Chiefs game that happened, he still had a good game, and, like, he did crap. He, he put up 21 on him. And to give him an 86, first of all, to be two overalls higher than Dak Prescott, disrespectful to me. I think it's just disrespectful. Like, Watson should at least be in the 90 club. If not 90, he should be he should be what Aaron Rodgers is right now. Like, if, I know some people are going to say, well, he's not on Aaron Rodgers' level. Aaron Rodgers should be 90, and same thing with, it, 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 it is what it is. I mean, A-Rod's having a, you know, downcline season to some people, and, and my identity is as well. 89, whatever. I mean, it's launch ratings. But Watson at 86 is just like, that's like with Gronk. It's like, what what was on that round table when you guys were coming up with this idea? And how are you judging the dude? Because for what I look at this, it makes it look like you were looking at all of Watson's negatives and none of the good. Or you just looked at the Chiefs game and were just like, oh, he did terrible. I mean, that's yeah, it. And, and maybe that's what killed his rating. Because I think, I mean, I think... Even Watson himself had a reaction like, what, 86? Like, you know, you know, we throw out the the Texans came back. Like, this season kind of gave us hope. Like, listen, we could potentially make it. We could be great. Can we win the Super Bowl? Anybody can. You know, let's let's anybody could win the Super Bowl. That's technically mm-hmm. speaking, right? Um, statistically, I wouldn't really I don't think we we can agree on that. But it's just more so like you know, this is not me being biased, but it's like, that's kind of like a slap in the face. You know, it's like the guy had a good season. He did his thing. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. Okay. That probably knocks down points, obviously. Did, um, you know, and that, like, I think his rating is all because of that one game. You know, and I, and it's not even him to blame after that. You know what I mean? Because that game definitely, um, you know, mess with his head. I was about to curse. Uh, definitely mess with his head after it was all done and it was just happening right in front of him. You know, but we have to realize that we were playing the Chiefs. You know, you can't put, you know, just like this goes back to Atlanta and the Patriots and you can't put 28 on the Patriots and not expect them to do something. You know, mm-hmm. they're not going to sit in the hole and cramp up and start to cry. No. Like, we're talking about, you know, Mahomes started to realize, like, I need to wake up. You know, this defense needs to wake up. And that's exactly what happened. And they just, they took advantage because after that first quarter, and I think I told Isaiah this, I knew that was going to happen. Once the Chiefs had scored that first touchdown, I knew it was over. That's it. You know, and that's bad of me as a fan, but it's just, we have to speak reality. You know, I can't sit here and lie to you guys and be like, oh, I really thought we were going to win. No, like, it was too good to be true. I think that's the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I said, this sucks, but hopefully he actually gets his rating improved and it doesn't go down from there. You know, and that's all I want because, of course, I want to see my team win and I want the best for all the players. You know, I'm sad we lost D-Hop, but I don't hate the guy. So, obviously, with what we have now, I definitely want to, you know, see some improvements when it comes to these ratings and stuff. Not only just to my team, but to every team, you know, and kind of be fair about things so they don't have these controversies before you know, the season, oh, well, the game actually launches and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I, I think we can say that, you know, this is something we're used to. It's not anything new to us, especially as gamers. Or those who play, you know, Madden or FIFA or, you know, 2K, 2K or, like any sport game or MLB, you know. So at the end of the day, it's just like, this is just, this podcast was strictly just a, you know, kind of come back to you guys, kind of give you guys something to listen into, and you know, hopefully, you know, disagree, agree with us, because I'm sure, you know, those true Madden fans are definitely upset with these ratings, especially the true fans. Um, but you know, this is something that the community is kind of used to. If you're new to this, I understand, but 
something it's like ea games are always going to disappoint you when they come out one way or another one mechanic's going to mess with you one rating's going to mess with you and that's just the way it goes you know that's just something we're overall we're always used to that that's what i meant to say Mm -hmm. um but from there Isaiah, you have anything to add from there um there is just one thing i'm gonna i'm gonna add um I know we didn't like talk about it. It was like there's like another thing. Um, Henry asked us uh, asked me if I wanted to bring up. Um, it's about the Washington Redskins. Um, EA. The good thing about it, they did. Um, I think everyone probably heard, but if you guys haven't, they did remove the Redskins team and everything from Madden, just like the name, logo, and all that. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Obviously, Washington's got to eventually announce their new team name, so EA can you know start processing that and putting that back in the system. So I don't expect Madden to be delayed. It's not gonna be delayed. It's just, I believe EA said that you just won't be able to play as the Washington team at the moment when it launches because there's going to be, like, nothing there. If not, what usually EA does is they just, you know, put the um, EA-branded, like, generic, like, team logo and everything on it for now. So, and I mean, if, if you're Washington fans out there and you guys want to play with, you know, um, I was going to say, I was going to say, Adrian, I was going to say Adrian Peterson for now, Adrian Peterson or, you know, Haskins and everything. You know, you'll still be able to play as them. You just won't see them in, you know, the jerseys. But I just wanted to commemorate EA for doing that because it shows that they actually, you know, care about the whole, like, issue that's at hand with it. And if you published the game like that, that would have been a problem and that would have probably pissed off a lot of people. So I just wanted to, you know, commemorate EA for doing that and, you know, doing the best they can to compromise and not, you know, remove the, the actual, you know, team from the game and just, you know, erase, like, half the players. No, definitely. I agree. I mean, I think definitely that's like, because, you know, I'm sure this game is already sitting on, sitting in boxes, just waiting to ship out, you know, and stuff. And the fact that they had to pull it, you know, to, well, not really pull it because the game is done, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure they're still running tests and stuff. But like Isaiah said, like, at least they're keen on, you know, knowing what's going on and not kind of be money hungry because they know like, oh, now we lost Redskins fans, but there's still 31 other franchises in the game. You know, like, at the end of the day, it's good to see that companies are more so doing this. And I think, you know, this isn't a surprise from EA because I feel like even though EA is really bad when it comes to their ratings, more so I think they do um, tend to, you know, when it comes to fixing their games and stuff, it's it's like an 80%. Like, they're, they're good at, you know, they, they listen to their community when they want to. But for times like this, it's definitely good that, you know, and like Isaiah said, I give them props for sure. Um, you know, and that's another thing. I mean, hopefully we can build another podcast and maybe we can give like another NFL update. We can see when Washington actually announces, um, their new name or, you know, we're definitely going to try to podcast a lot more, especially with the fact that September's right around the corner and me and Isaiah both are going to start school soon. So that'll probably be a lot harder to get podcasts out, but you know, we'll figure something out make sure that we keep you guys up to date with things and you know we have a lot coming up this year with ps5 and xbox and all that and you know that's something we're gonna get into for sure hopefully mm-hmm. um but overall besides that is there anything else you want to add um i think that's everything for us um i think i just wanted to you know thank everyone for you know listening in as usual like henry was saying like we're as I just, just said, like a couple episodes ago, and a couple of times, like we're we're working through this. Um, it's still new to us doing this whole podcast thing. Like, obviously, you know, me and everyone would prefer to do this, you know, more in person. We can just kind of do that, but obviously, with you know everything going on, limitations and everything, and you know scheduling. So you know, making do what we have, and you know, we we promise to you guys at least that we're gonna give you guys content that you guys will actually like to listen to, and we're not just gonna you know make an episode like Henry said in the beginning we're not going to just make episodes just to make them because you know if we don't feel you know passionate about talking about it then it's kind of just feels like why are we even doing it if we're not you know giving our full outs for it so just wanted to like, tell everyone like we're like me and Henry and we're not and Javi obviously we're not gonna you know give out on you guys for listening we're just you know we're gonna work on topics that you know appeal to us and just you know voice out how we feel about them yeah no for sure and like we don't want to just bring you guys, you know, we're not like forcing ourselves to make this. Like we actually, you know, even though Javi didn't join us because, you know, he had, you know, he couldn't join us tonight. But me and, you know, Isaiah, we're f- for sure we were going to do this uh, episode that you guys are hearing tonight or wherever you guys are hearing this. 
and you know we just want to make sure we give you guys not only like an informational podcast on the topic but also like you know we want to you know entertain you guys you want to give you guys something to listen back to hopefully agree with us disagree with us start a riot you know something anything that you know anything that you guys can trigger you know and that's just the, the point is you know this is something that we've been wanting to work on me and isaiah you know um for a minute and like he said like i wish we could do this in person and hopefully we'll build to that later on once things kind of clear out which they kind of are which is a good thing we never know if you know this whole covid thing could come back but on the more positive side we do appreciate you guys always listening listening into wherever you're from and if you guys have ever have any ideas or anything like that it'd be cool you know you could throw it to us or anything and uh yeah i think that uh that closes it out for me for sure so yeah um to close out um we will see you guys most we'll definitely see you guys for the xbox announcement which is in the next two weeks um that's actually next week so we will definitely will get you an episode on that not probably on the day of but we promise we'll get that episode up because it's only fair we you know did the sony one we should you know do xboxes so um to to close out um this is the gaming groove hub this is isaiah signing out and this is henry signing out have a good night guys Good morning, wherever. (laughs) Wherever you guys are at. (laughs) Have a good one, guys.